0: You're listening to the ConsumerFi podcast, powered by Norbridge, loan software that accelerates change. Everybody, another exciting episode of the ConsumerFi podcast. I am pleased to be joined by Mark Baltuska. Uh, man, that's a, that is a what kind of name is Baltuska, Mark? That, sounds that is, Polish. uh,
1: it's Baltuska, it's Baltuska, Baltuska. It's, uh, it's, yep. And it's, it's Lithuanian of all
0: things. Lithuanian. Okay. I knew you were somewhere, yeah. somewhere in the Slavic, yeah. Slavic ish areas. My, yeah. my, yeah. my mom, my mom's family is from Croatia. And so everybody's name ends in an IC. Oh yeah. You have, oh, You have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot to talk about.
1: So we, we definitely do a lot of the Croatian stuff around, uh, around our place cool. during uh, Christmas and uh, holidays.
0: Well, send me some gibbonets if it comes across your your transom. I don't even know what it would look like if you sent it to me, but I think it's some kind of delicacy. Anyway, all, all jokes aside, Mark's with State National. And uh, we, we, we bumped into each other last week at a California Financial Services Association event, which was a real pleasure. Bucolic environment out there, Newport Beach, all outside. I got to tell you, Mark, everybody was so happy to be back outside and and kind of mixing it up
1: (laughs) there were there were a lot of smiling faces including including mine so it was nice
0: yeah so i I had the pleasure of meeting mark and team and, and i i've seen the name state national but honestly i've been out of the game a little bit on on the the lending and operations side so i i asked mark to kind of fill me in on on what they do and i have some experience with what they do it used to be called uh the cpi i I think i think there's you know mark mark would would be calling it portfolio protection but um but that's kind of the topic i want to talk about today because you know maybe we start at the beginning mark but you know obviously want to know about you and your background to start maybe let's do that and then and then we can dive into some of the the history of how how this product came through time and how it's evolved
1: sure no i um uh, as you can see probably behind me uh I'm a Kansas City Royals fan. I live here in Kansas City. have uh, have been with with State National for shoot almost a dozen years now. State National's been around for almost 50 years. We primarily were working in the credit union market for for a lot of those years, but recently, here in the last couple of years, I guess we made more of a uh, an effort in the in the finance company space, and we've been very successful with that. And we've come up with definitely some different products and, and uh, programs that that fit in that subprime space, really particularly for those for those uh, subprime lenders.
0: So let's 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 peel that back a little bit. So when when I hear portfolio protection, you know, what does that really mean? Like just in terms of a basic definition.
1: Sure. Well, you know, there's people go out there and they get their their loan from whatever finance company that they they work with, and you know, part of their loan agreement states that, you know, you need to have full coverage insurance throughout the term of the contract. What our company specializes in is, is really two things, tracking and insurance. So CPI, uh, you need to track the insurance to make sure that that borrower keeps the insurance that they said they would keep. And if they don't, then we, you know, then we need to, uh, CPI works where you notice the borrower. And you definitely different ways of doing that. We'll talk about that. And then, if they you know ignore the notices or don't do it, then of course, you know our our primary responsibility is to the lender, and we're going to place insurance um, on that borrower. And then it would be a borrower funded program where the lender would then collect it from the borrower. So keeping uh, keeping the lender protected, it does have borrower options to it where, you know, they get some, you know, something Absolutely. out of
0: the deal. Absolutely. You yeah. They, they go crash the whip with no insurance. You know, that's going to, they're going to see it on their deficiency balance.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. So, so basically, you know, we're, we're in the CPI or portfolio protection, however you want to say it, you know, we're in the business of mitigating risk. That's what we do for our lenders, period.
0: You know what type of lenders you know really see a g- great deal of value out of this. I can think of a you know a startup lender, somebody that doesn't have a that just can't handle you know those losses. Maybe somebody who's transitional between two and twenty five million portfolio size, and then the large guys. Like there's two populations: the folks that use it a lot, the folks that like it, or the mm-hmm. folks that, in in your mind, hey, this fits in really well. You should be using
1: it. We've probably got you know nearly seven hundred clients throughout the country. And, you know, there are, you know, a ton of them that, you know, that are smaller lenders, whether it's a finance company or a credit union or, or banks, you know, they don't want to see those hits, you know, when yeah. they have an uninsured loss, you know, they feel it more than maybe the bigger guys do. Overall, if you, if you look at the national average, the uninsured is about 12% or so. But when you
0: is that is that, is that is that the entire market or is that just for like non-prime or deep subprime, like what what is that? So that's entire market. When you okay. start
1: looking at subprime, you're looking upwards
0: of 30, 40,
1: even higher percentages. Oh wow, depending yeah. on how depending on how deep you go. And if you look at like a buy here pay here type, you know they're going to be up there at sixty percent uninsured. If you go more towards a you know a medium-sized you know lender that that uh, is definitely subprime, uh, they're going to be more. They're going to be more in that uh, you know, twenty to thirty-five mm-hmm. percent, depending on if there's a program or not.
0: Do you guys ever capture the uninsured population? Like, so we talked, you know, thirty to forty percent non-prime. And let's say I'm a I'm a lender, and this is specific to California because we met last week at the the California event. Yeah. So I happen to know because a friend of mine's a personal injury attorney and does you know automotive claims. he he told me that Southern California has a very high percentage of uninsured motorists driving around. So here's the scenario. I'm a lender and I've loaned money out to somebody. They're driving their car down here in Southern California and another uninsured motorist crashes into them, right? It's their fault. We would normally hit their insurance policy, but they're uninsured. So there's nothing to hit. So I, as the lender would normally go against them, but- Am I able to use the CPI to cover myself in a scenario like that?
1: Right. If you've got a guy that slams into you and a okay, quote, so you're the guy that doesn't have insurance either. So nobody's got insurance here. And if there's a CPI policy in place or a, one of our programs, whether it's CPI or portfolio yeah. protection, then yes, absolutely. Then, then the lender would be able to file a claim. There's, and, and it's a lot like your own insurance, I guess you know there's different different levels of, of protection you know that you can have the biggest thing with lenders that, that i see are, are really three things they want the insurance portfolio protection insurance to be affordable to the borrower it, it needs to be collectible by the lender and it they want it to provide you know a, a decent level of risk mitigation mm-hmm. and you can certainly with today's portfolio protection you can certainly hit all three you can absolutely check each each check mark and and it's almost like the programs that we built for lenders you know it's not a one-size-fits-all you know you asked who 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 is in this you know is it the little guy is it the big guy and all that the answer is yes it's all of them some of the some of the very larger ones some of the captives they'll get into it from time to time they'll maybe segment their uh their portfolio yeah and do it that way a lot of the Big banks, they're big banks. They got lots of money, <laughs> and, yeah. and 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 they'll accept they'll accept a lot of those losses. Yeah, but primarily, if it, you know, a couple of billion dollars portfolio would be on the higher end. Probably in the middle would be your. You know, we got plenty of plenty of uh, lenders that are in that twenty five million dollar range. But mm-hmm. but a you know, hundred three hundred million right in there, it's
0: kind of the sweet spot it seems. Yeah. The thing that I like about it is the offset to the static pool. You're not going to change anything relative to the unit losses, but you can change, you can bend the curve relative to the dollar losses. And that can be really meaningful when you need those static loss curves to conform with a certain standard in order to get you where you really want to go. And I'm thinking about getting lines of credit or, or, or something like that, you know, Mark, in the past, we were talking about this. I, I wasn't involved in CPI super duper long ago, but we, we did have that in place with Pelican for a little while. And we were talking about just kind of where the market has moved and there's been some innovations and in all good things, including compliance. You know, in the past, maybe people, there might be some confusion or or, or maybe it was just tough times or we were still getting our bearings. Like there was a bit of a bad rap on it a, a while back. You know, wh- why was that? Because like I said, I wasn't really attuned to that, but the, the product has come a long way. And 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 it's it's good to address that for folks who maybe had a bad taste in their mouth. And, oh, I tried it and it didn't work for me.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. It, it It's come a heck of a long way in the past 25, 20 years. It used to be very, uh, very manual. It would involve a lot of borrower friction, you know, a lot of staff time by the by the lender. There's there's so much that has been regulated. I mean, uh, you know, State National is the tracker, but we're also the insurance company. So when you talk about can I do this, you know, am I compliant and all that? Absolutely. You 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 just got to make sure you're partnering with the the, the right company. The one that keeps you compliant, the one that's following each state reg, regs and rules and all that kind of stuff. And and in the past, I think it's been people people think, oh my God, it's, it's going to be really expensive, and you know, how am I going to do this? How, how's my bar? We're going to afford it? Well, that's changed too. It's definitely come a long way in the in the price regard, but really in the regard of how it's uh, how it's run, I guess internally by us, and and then externally with our with our lenders. I mean. We never had, you know, 20 years ago, there wasn't automation where your loans or your contracts are housed. You know, so, you know, companies like yours, um, where we can automate processes of of adding premium or taking off premium, you know, one of the benefits of a portfolio protection program that sometimes lenders don't think of is you get protected really directly and indirectly. You're going to have one, the protection, obviously there's insurance on it now. Okay. So yeah, that's there. But indirectly, you're tracking, we are sending notices to your borrowers, and uh, that's going to make a change. They're going to change behavior. It used to be where the old school was, we're going to send them a letter or two. You know, we're going to stick something in the mail, we send them a letter, they won't open it, and, you know, and and that's what happens. Well, today, you know, yes, we're sending letters because we have to, there's state regs and all that kind of stuff. You know, we're filed by all departments of insurance, you know, in each state and all that kind of stuff. But we're also, you know, in, in what's called the notice cycle. That's when someone drops their insurance and from the time they drop to the time that they're placed. That's a cycle in between. We're sending out emails to those borrowers. We're using text notifications to those borrowers, giving them really every opportunity to respond in every different
0: way they can respond. And, and that's all happening out of your shop. That's part of the service.
1: Right. So no longer are the lenders the ones that are happening to, you know, oh, gosh, I better collect all this insurance mail that's come in. Yeah, Uh, No, that's that's old stuff. That disappears. We do that. You know, that's our job. And the tracking comes with the program. You got the program, you get the tracking. So it it works out very well.
0: So you addressed one of the big questions that I had. So when we had engaged it, I think we're probably talking, we were doing it during the days that you were saying they didn't kind of have it all really figured out. Administration was a bit of a bear. And to hear that the administration can be done on on your side is certainly a big deal. And then you mentioned some a little bit with system integration. And so are there any places that that people tend to get hosed up on? I mean, the one that I'm thinking of is I got a notice. It said that the person doesn't have coverage. They've been, they've lapsed. And so I placed the CPI and then the borrower calls me and says, why are you charging me for the CPI? Because I've I did have coverage. The information that you got was wrong or I resolved it, you know, like that next day. And so there's just a data lag. That to me was was a bit of stickiness because then I had to go and reverse billings and do this and that. Has there been anything mm-hmm. to kind of smooth out that process or do we have like, you know, a, a better way to look at, you know, confirming that prior to placing the the billing on the customer's account to then have to reverse it, right?
1: Yeah. Great question. And that's, that's perfect because in, in short answer is, yeah, there's a lot that's changed on that. So in, in regards to insurance, of course, so we're tracking. See, so if you if you got a tracker, you want to make sure they're doing it right. So, you know, over the past 20 years, you've got uh, a couple of things. Electronic data interchange is, you know, EDI, a lot. most of the insurance comes in that way. Probably in, in subprime market, probably 60% would, co- would come in via EDI. The rest of it is done. Be a snail mail because a lot of the you know a lot of the companies uh, the the I call them the higher risk insurance companies the smaller ones maybe they're not subscribed to EDI and, and that data doesn't transmit so that's why you know but they always shoot out insurance mail and that's why it comes directly to us to a post office PO box based in uh, in Dallas Texas where where our company's located and we literally have people opening that mail updating that insurance in real time and, and they getting squared away. And then you got the use of bots. I mean, you know, you, you, you know, AI has come such a long way. So we, we've, we've got bots that go out and just ping insurance companies. And, you know, cause if we showed someone's uninsured, okay, most likely a lot of folks, they've just switched, or maybe they're in the process of switching. The, the, the bots can go out instead of us calling, sitting there, just calling around insurance companies, they'll hit a lot of them. that's growing every day. Right now it's, it's probably eight of the top 10 insurance companies in the country. Now I realize that a lot of subprime doesn't, a lot of subprime borrowers may not be with State Farm, right. but they'll be with folks, maybe like the general or someone, someone like that, those companies are actually coming into the stuff. You know, we, we can do whatever with any company. It's, it's what the other company can do. It, it's like, it's like automation with where your loans are housed. We're only as good as the other company is, but anyway, but that's come a long way too. And you give them all those different ways to, to respond. So, you know, you do do the notice, you do do the text, you do do the, the, you know, the emails and then you give them, how would you like to respond? Would you like to call us? Okay. Here's the number. Would you like to email us? Would you like to text us? You send in a picture of of your, of your ID card. That's great. And we'll, we'll update it because we don't always know. And, And there are some that we don't know if the borrower doesn't respond to us, at some point those so those will happen but not nearly to the extent that they used to that's
0: for sure even even rough speaking when you look at take your take an average run of the mill let's say we we pick 20 we're picking on people that have a 25 million dollar asset under management you know so a smaller company they were not okay. they did not have a program such as this deployed and i'm thinking specifically about the tracking plus the coverage for an average company, let's say they walk in the door and they've got that 30 to 40% uninsured rate. After applying this and giving it a little bit of time to bake, are, are there some kind of general results like, hey, we tend to see they pick up, you know, uh, they drop that uninsured by some percentage? I mean, I, is there some kind of general yeah
1: yeah generally you're going to collect insurance off bots you're going to hit a certain percentage the outbound notifications will do some the, the notifications basically will knock it down about 20 percent. but it so depends on the the lender and and like i said if it's a buy here pay here, that's going to be probably a little bit different but a typical subprime lender you know you're going to have that indirect positive outcome because that borrower that had been uninsured is now insured with with quote unquote good insurance. Yeah, we team that up with the you know with the portfolio protection program you know that that a company like ours has, and you're you're set up pretty good.
0: I think this that that a program like this you know, uh, and I'm one of the folks. I'll be I'll be honest. I'm one of the folks that used it in the past. We were private equity funded. They had a great deal of knowledge of of a variety of insurance products, and their their point of view broadly on insurance in general was. You know, we can get better returns somewhere else. I mean, these were very sophisticated financial individuals. And I'm sure they could do it, right? These are guys that are Mm -hmm. that's their job is put money on turbo boost and make make it cycle and just start making more and more and more and let the steamroller go. So I look at today, and this is why I really wanted to have Mark on, generally speaking. I I speak with a number of different folks in a number of different lending situations, small to large, sea level down to the front Mm -hmm. line. And look, collateral values right now in the wholesale market are on the moon. And if I Mm want to be competitive and buy, you know, this, this used piece of collateral that I bought through wholesale six months ago has actually appreciated and we're seeing this. So what does that mean? I have to advance more. I have to go higher on potentially higher on LTV, but if the values are moving, then great. But I, you know, I, I don't know that the values move that instantly. So, I'm over-advancing. The point I'm getting at is I may have the same unit loss that I was having before, but because I'm paying so much more for these vehicles, I may run into a huge severity issue where my loss severity just really kicks up. And I view something like this as a hedge because I get asked by a lot of lenders, hey, I'm having to compete. I'm obviously doing well when I have to liquidate my, my repossessed collateral. But for the new guys that I'm buying, I'm concerned. Because I'm paying a premium now, but we're gonna come down off of this moon at some point. And I wanna make sure that I'm I'm covered because that piece of collateral is just not going to garner, it's it's not gonna keep appreciating obviously. We can't keep doing that. But I just I view stuff like this as a way for people to wrap their head around a hedge for dealing with this issue. I mean, is this something that you have been hearing from folks and they have a concern with because i know you were talking about the credit unions but it sounds like the the traditional you know fincos etc are, are are really kind of wake uh, not waking up but but you know embracing embracing this product
1: you know they really are that they, they are embracing it and, and but and, and you know why now is actually the problem if, if you've thought about looking at a portfolio protection program whether it be cpi or or something of, of that nature um, now is a great time to do that because delinquencies are low. Um, you know, repossessions are down, but it's not going to stay like that forever. I mean, we're in a very different time right now.
0: Yeah, and this uh, is a power. This, know, is a, this is a pa- this is a power move. This is a power move, right? Yeah. I'm, if I yeah. do it, if I do it while I'm bleeding, then if I were a state national, I, and I'm putting words in your mouth. I might. I might operate with a little bit more skepticism. I'd be like, okay, well, you know, this there might be some issues in their operations there versus when you do it when the times are good. You can get your you can get your process laid out, you're not desperate, you're not operating out of fear, right? So now I'm right, operating out right. of power position. And look, this is only hitting the people that need the help, as far as I'm concerned. And and if the administration is handled really well and it's not providing a great deal of overhead to your organization, I say, you know, why not? And and like you said, you don't have to apply it to everybody. I mean, if you can apply it to certain geographies. Or certain credit tiers, or 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 what have you, you know that that to me is is a meaningful exercise to kind of look into, at least to evaluate, right?
1: Oh no, you can certainly, yeah, you can segment these things to to really focus in on 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 maybe where the the higher risk is, depending on the size of the portfolio and everything. But you know, probably the number one thing that uh, that I get from, from well, two things from lenders is they want to make sure it's compliant. Yes, we've checked that box and we'll show you and we indemnify you for everything that we're doing, insurance related and all that kind of stuff uh, to make sure that, you know, our the program is good, that, that, that notices are, you know, compliant all that kind of stuff. But they want to make sure they're like, look, we don't want to. They're thinking in the old school mentality of, oh, my God, it was really expensive and all that. It's not that way anymore or it doesn't have to be. It's almost like, look, my borrower said they keep insurance. I want to protect myself, but I don't want to. Cause an, an, an unneeded delinquency or repossession. So I think my borrower can uh, afford a certain amount. Is it thirty bucks, you know, a month? Is it an extra, you know, fifty dollars a month? We can work with you to craft specific, you know, programs that will hit the risk level that that you want to hit as a lender. Mm-hmm. And and we'll tell you what that is. You know, if if you hit that number and you say, I think you know, fifty bucks is the number mark. Okay this is what it can mean to you this is the risk that we can mitigate with that number and you'd be surprised you'd also be surprised with it with the folks that especially in the sub in the subprime world they some they
0: appreciate it
1: they're like okay i so you're telling me that if i wrap this car around a pole that i'm covered now because it's not liability. I understand that. So you get pulled over by a police officer and say, Well, here's my CPI card. Yeah, it's not going to work. But but you're giving me you're telling me that I'm covered now and you're not going to come after me if I'm uninsured, I wreck the vehicle and all of a sudden I can't drive it to work anymore. Normally I always say, Hey, you know, your borrower calls you up and says, Come get it. Well, they probably never call. But you know, so the lender's not going to be faced with that. The borrower's going to be. You know have the satisfaction of knowing, "Hey, I'm covered heck so the way we pay total lost claims is in a d a clean retail, so you're getting a you're getting a good number, so that's that's the advantage of working directly with the insurance company,
0: mm, I love it. Mark, this is great. I, I saw you out live and direct at, in, in uh, Newport Beach yeah. last week. Are you guys going to be out and about at some of the other industry events? And if so, maybe maybe give us a signal or what's the next one you think you'll be at?
1: Well, here's your signal next week. Next, next week, week is APSA. AFSA for, Independence. Uh, Fort we'll Lauderdale.
0: Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah. Good. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. We so have we'll a are, are we'll you are there. you boothing or are you attending? Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys yeah. Have, no, a booth. We'll have a booth.
1: Yep. OK, yep. we'll be there. At the booth. Come look for me. We'll be there. We'll be at the uh, AFS, the Auto Finance Risk Summit. Yep. We'll be there. And I do, I just got an email on that uh, yesterday or today. Okay. Uh, just saying, hey, live and in person in uh, in Vegas. And I can't wait to get back there.
0: Oh, fun. nice. Yeah, that's a drive for me. I mean, it's a long drive, but I've done it. Yeah, I might need to go to that. I'll be at AFSA next week as well. So, uh well, good good. And then, and Mark, um, if folks are listening to this, maybe they're not going to ABSA. Look, if you're going to ABSA, say hi to Mark. He's, he's, he's not, he's not scary. Okay. We need to stop being scared of vendors and running away and just realize, you know, there's people like, it's, we just want to help, you know, it's, it's that's it. And if you don't want it, then that's fine. We'll, we'll share a drink and, and have a laugh, you know, but, uh, Mark, if people, maybe they're not going to ABSA. Uh, they want to get a hold of you what's a good way to to get a hold of you or or someone on your team sure. you know to to see if sure. this is you a good always, product for uh, them
1: yeah you can always go to our website at statenational.com and uh, click on lender services and and uh, you, know, you can always get in that way you can you, you know you can you can reach me on my cell at 817-727-7316 uh, or uh, you know, you're gonna have a hard time spelling Baltesca, but in Baltesca, state national. <laughs> I like,
0: I love it. Yeah, I-, I love the cell phone thing, man. I I I put mine all over every article I write or oh, yeah. on my LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. You know, I-, I get hit up with with solicitations, but you know, the thing is, is like I I want people to be able to get a hold of me if they need me. So yeah, yeah, go-, <laughs> yeah, go, to
1: yeah go to LinkedIn. I'm right on LinkedIn. Go there, shoot me a message, and we'll connect. That'd be
0: great. Well, I'll spell it. it's M B A L T U S K A at
1: StateNational.com.
0: dot com. dot com. Mark, I'm looking forward to seeing you next week, uh, folks. If you're going to AFSA, please swing by. Let Mark know. You know you're a Kansas City Royals fan too, or maybe you hate him. You know he can take he can take a little ribbing. is he, he's he's, he's good know? like that.
1: Well, what you don't see is I think back there in the red. There's my Chiefs. Um, <laughs> we, got a, we got a young kid named Pat Mahomes. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of him or not, but uh, he's pretty good.
0: He's, Never heard uh, of him. Lines breaking up. Okay. <laughs> exactly. 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 Mark, thanks so much for being on the pod today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was great. I appreciate it. The Consumer 5 podcast has been brought to you by Nortridge, loan software that accelerates change. We'd also like to thank the National Automotive Finance Association. The only trade association exclusively serving the non-prime auto financing industry.